Rain or shine, it's here to make you laugh. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. And now your host, Kyle Ruff. We live? You know what? I think we are. Welcome to the Steamboat Comedy Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, yet again, Kyle Ruff, and I'm joined by some special guests here. We have uh, the star of last night's winter comedy series show at Schmiggity's, Mr. Robbie the Fire Bernstein. Thank you. It's an honor <laughs> to be here. And I just want to say, when you said special, it's because Jessica's retarded, not me. <laughs> right. I just want to make that clear for the listeners. I dropped the education part, but yeah. I figured it was implied. Yeah. I just want to make sure that everyone knows that she's the special one, which is why we were going to have her on tonight. Absolutely. Which brings us to the next guest, Jessica, the Hello. forest mommy. <laughs> forest mommy. That's who I am. Nice. Or Jessica. Or Jessica. Make it a real sultry right <laughs> off the top. <laughs> Nice. By the well, way, this glass has a great clank to it. Like oh, the yeah. way the ridges are in there, you get a lot of clanking. Mm. I feel like I'm begging for change. <laughs> Whiskey for the poor. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, you just go out with ice cubes into <laughs> the street. Like, Please, it's melting. Please, sir. <laughs> Quickly now. Well, all right. Yeah. So we were just gonna. We've just been hanging out all weekend, and I wanted to uh, just chat with you guys. See how you're. Steamboat experience is bad. I, I love your podcast studio because I also podcast from my apartment, and I didn't realize that someone else had a studio with more cum in it. So <laughs> I thought I thought I actually had the lockdown on podcast studio that smelled most most like cum. Like yeah, but you clearly have me beat. And yours is a bleachier scent. Oh, yeah. yeah, what are you eating to get that that bleachy cleansy flavor? <laughs> that bleach thing, that's real. That's real. Like Doug Stan, you ever hear Doug Stan? Doug Stan about the best joke about that? The okay. greatest joke. Oh, I'll it's tell you. Bleachy. It's an, an old school joke. It's like a perfect one liner. He goes, You know why uh, cum tastes like bleach? So after you jizz in a lady's mouth, she remembers to clean the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that he delivered. I, I made it like more of a Borscht Belt joke, but that's. Uh, that's I remember I had this I, I when I, I I was a yeshiva guy I did years of Jew school Jew school and so I once went uh, when I was still in the yeshiva system I went swimming and I left like the uh, my my bathing suit in the closet and my roommate came back and goes why does the room smell like cum and I was like I thought only my cum was bleachy like <laughs> I, I like I didn't realize it was like a universal thing because I never had a com I never had a conversation with anyone. <laughs> is anyone's like come more or less bleachy? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. There's some that's like, wow, that smells like bleach. <laughs> like it's literally like spot on, just right. like bleach. But but is it ever like a ref like is it a, like an acquired taste of like that that's bleach? like re refreshingly <laughs> bleachy? I like the no drip bleach personally. Okay. No, wait, I'm just kidding. Wait, no drip. What are we talking about here? Have again? you ever had? And, and if this is too much, you can cut us off. But no, if you ever we're had, here. Let's do it. Have you ever had come that you're like that's particularly good? Or come that you're like, oh my god, that can, yeah, yeah, they do. It's all different, right? Yeah, some are good, some are bad. God, we finally get a woman on the podcast. How do you, how do you handle? Right away, about come. Robbie's on. So it's about come. If you have bad come, because here's my move. I would try and make out with the person right away to try and make them aware of, like, after you came in their mouth. 
I mean, that's what I do with gay men when I'm coming in a gay guy's mouth. <laughs> I thought no, you I'm just fished it taste. Out of- I thought you might like come in her mouth and then get a quick taste right away after she swallows. No, I don't know what my come. I have no reference for my my come taste like whatsoever. Yeah, I can go. I could go ahead and just die not knowing that. Yeah, I'm good fine. with not knowing. Yeah, yeah, right. I There's knew- been a little spittle that's made it in your mouth. I've there? never, so. never, no? no. The only time I've come mm. close was one time I was jerking off. And I somehow popped the load so much it actually got on my own face. Because I, I, I can sh- I can shoot a load. <laughs> let me shoot, tell you. Let me tell you. I can't take, shoot a basketball. He's I take a couple <laughs> days off. I can I can launch something, hit the roof. <laughs> but I don't I don't even think I tasted it. Like I think I pretty instantly was like. Did it get in your eye? No, definitely. That's the worst. Really? Because they move they're moving around in your eye. Oh, they're like Swimming trying to around. Yes, you're like, They're like looking for an egg. Yeah. <laughs> trying like, to get through. They're alive and squiggling around in there. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Yeah. All the thrills have taken loads in the mouth. I knew a what? guy, a friend of mine, literally yeah. was like, well, you guys never ate your own cum? And we're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I used to just eat it for fun. I got another and question like, for you. we're like, what? The worst load you've ever tasted in your mouth. Is that that it's overly bleachy or has some other non-distinct flavor? Mm. Acidic, maybe? A little citrus? It wasn't overly bleachy. It was just like funky tasting. Like right. Grody. You're like you got fish in your dick? <laughs> like Yeah, what the hell have you Yeah, like what, what is going on in there? They're yeah. smoking. Maybe it's like meth dick. No, just kidding. I haven't blown a meth guy before. <laughs> he's, got, he's got meth juice. Never you just too wanna, late you, to start. Yeah, right after you take the load, you just want to go for a run? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, you're just cleaning your apartment? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're addicted. You're like, you got to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And get more of that jizz. <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> I got to start, start smoking Yeah, wait. Meth. This isn't actually like a good idea all of a sudden. Yeah. Now. Suddenly, I'm like, is this how I get girls to stay? <laughs> you get them hooked on your your jizz. On yeah. my meth jizz. Yeah. This is a million dollar idea. Yeah, I guess if you dip your dick in some meth, you might. Oh, and by like the way, like a fun dip. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then she might lose Lick her teeth, which makes for yeah. better mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a self fulfilling prophecy, baby. <laughs> All right, I kind of took over the show. I don't know what you do on yeah. the podcast. Uh, sorry, Mom, if you were listening. <laughs> we we went pretty jizz-heavy there. In, in I'm the not end. sorry. No, she's used to it. She's a disappointed mom. What's the best-tasting jizz you've ever tasted where you're like... What, like the best-tasting like, that has, like, no taste. It's oh, just, it's just fine. Yeah. It's okay. just, I thought it isn't the, the, all the rages you got to eat pineapple? The pineapple juice. Girls, too, by the way. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it helps or if it... It doesn't make it, like... Sw- it supposedly makes it sweeter. Whatever. I don't know. Hmm. It's always worth a shot. Hey, I see I what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, well, it happens to me too. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, talking about, you know, how the shows went this weekend. I had a uh, good time. Yeah. But, uh, so, two nights, Friday and Saturday, our standard operating procedure around here. Uh, had good turnout. Both shows, I thought. Pretty decent. Um, yeah, what were your what were your thoughts on the steamboat crowds? I had a lot of fun. I mean, I dipped into dangerous territory and people were on board. I think it helps that a couple uh meekhawks showed up and they're filling the room with laughter. So That's like, true. I do think that <laughs> I do think that helps for like the other people are like, Oh, you can laugh at this. So Right. Yeah. Like it's not even so much that it's like people are offended. It's more people are like nervous. Like, is this okay if I <laughs> yeah. laugh at this in public? Will someone judge me? No, but the me? vibe, like, people are coming out to have fun. Like, I, I've gone to comedy shows where it's like the seven p.m. and it's like all like these like forty like to fit. And I'm like, I know you're not gonna like me. Like, yeah. I just know like I'm gonna be too much. Like, I can just look at you and be like, we're not supposed to be. Or it's like a room of just hot chicks, and you're like, 
I wouldn't make co- good conversation with you at a party. Like, of course you're not going to like what I do. Like, <laughs> I'm not for you. Like, we're not friends. You know what I mean? Like, if we were hanging out in a party, we would be on opposite corners of the room. Mm-hmm. But I felt like uh, the crowds here, they're on board. They're supportive. Like, they're interested in comedy. They can almost like, I mean, not to be too douchey. They almost like the art of it. They're like, oh, these guys are having fun. The locals are experimenting. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a cool room. We got a, we got a good little uh, supportive thing going on here. And even if we don't, even if we don't have like the same people come back all the time, I know that like we got a good reputation, especially like concierge and stuff like that. So right. tourists come through like, what do we do tonight? And they're like, oh, like everyone loves this comedy thing that's going on here. I do a so lot of comedy long. where it's like dance, monkey, dance. And by that, I mean, it's like every 30 seconds, if you haven't hit them, you might lose that room. And like, you really don't have space. Yeah. Your room was you like, I was able to really kind of slow it down and like find grooves and like just kind of hang out which was a lot of fun i don't normally get to do comedy like that right yeah it's nice i feel like it's um some of you agree but i feel like the more you pay for a ticket the more people are going to be willing to just no i think that's a big variable that people are invested in it and And so five bucks like whatever i'll just have right attention yeah and then like it's like happy hours they're drinking and they're like ah fuck you and like that becomes part of the show yeah Versus if someone actually bought a ticket, then they're sitting there like, oh, I paid for this. Like, it's a thing. Like, I'm going to see the show. Yeah. Like, you're seeing a movie. That's always the thing with, like, venues, too. You go to book, like, a new venue, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll just have you do comedy. We'll have drinks going and a bar right. and this. And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do that. I've gotten a little sick of that where you have to police a room to make it good for comedy. Right. I mean, I just tell all these guys... Well, I mean, obviously, open mics and shit, you're just going to have to fucking yeah. make it work. But if if someone, like, wants to do a show and I can tell that they're treating like a band, I'm like, no, this needs to be more like a movie theater than right. a band. We need people who will sit and shut the fuck up and pay attention, and then they can leave when the show's over. Like, not none of this, like, I'm not, it's not background noise, like a fucking ska band or some shitty white reggae dude. This is what we have here. No, so, it kind of sucks ska about. Bands up here still? <laughs> I don't know. I like, guess not ska. It kinda, I mean, I hope so. We need some mighty mighty Boston's up here. Here, it kind of like that part almost kind of sucks about because com- I mean I've done comedy in the worst environments and like sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's not. But like at its best, it does require a good room. Yeah, which like there there is a part of that because like you'd like to think, hey, we're telling dick jokes, we're talking shit. This is exactly the way I behave, and like you don't need any of those elements, but it's just not the way it is. Right. It's like if you set a room up nicely. For example, I once saw you guys know who Ron Carter is. Ron Carter. So yeah, he's, he's one of the Backstreet Boys, right? Uh, he's the uh, I think the most recorded jazz bass player of all time. Really. Uh, and he was the bass player for Miles Davis on some of like those uh, like in the world of jazz. Ron Carter's a big name. I went with my dad once to see... I've seen Ron Carter twice in New York City at, like, good jazz clubs. Sweet. One of the times I saw him at Birdland, and he was playing with a string quartet. And I showed up to the show, and I was like, oh, this is going to kind of be... Like, like, like that's not what I was expecting. Because, like, he, dude, I mean, he's pl- done some of the best jazz fusion of all time. And then you see him with the string quartet, you're like, oh, this is going to be a kind of lame. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, it was... It, my dad put it back. It was, like, unbelievable. It was uh, like on, but it worked in that room. Like, for, like if you were to put the Rolling Stones that. in that jazz room, it would have been too much. Right. If you were to take Ron Carter and put them into Giant Stadium, 
what he's doing, which was the most beautiful thing I've ever, like, it just wouldn't work. Absolutely. And comedy's a little bit like that, too, where it's like, if it, like, sometimes, like, you know, if you're, like, fucking getting hammered and just talking shit like a Joey Diaz type thing, right. you can put that up into a rowdy room and it's going to work amazing. Right. For some other people, you do need, like, a quiet environment with the candles, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's absolutely. What, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's, so many things translate that. I was even just thinking, like, even within just one medium, like movies. Like, you ever go see a drive-in movie? I haven't. So, I, I saw a couple when I was young. But you can't just, like, put any movie in a drive-in movie theater. You, you need, like, a like popcorn a big, Like thing. a monster film. Yeah, like a yeah. You know, like, you can't watch, like, There Will Be Blood at a fucking drive-in movie theater. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Just, like, it's not even just, like... Comedy versus one thing. It's just whatever that niche is, the room makes such a difference. I feel like the sure. thrill of a drive-in movie theater is just being retarded in your car. Mm. Like doing crack and just getting your dick sucked. Yeah, well, I was like, about to say that's most of it is teenagers who are trying to get hand jobs and stuff. I've never gone to, I'd love to go to a drive-in movie. I've they, never done they've that. They've made a bit of a comeback. I know there's ones around Detroit. Still, there was one in Denver at Hamden and Santa Fe for the longest time, yeah. but then they eventually tore it down. And I mean, it's pretty you get to hang out in your car, yeah. You get the screw, like it's kind of all the snacks and you want, yeah. yeah there's no rule, you can drink, snacks. you can smoke, you can do whatever you want, do get into an accident on the ride home, yeah. You can literally just bang, <laughs> yeah, just bang each other in the movie theater, but it's your car, it's your car, it's great, which yep. is what I did when I was in middle school. And I was, no, I didn't, I'm no car fucking <laughs> in middle school, that's. That's okay. That's probably a good thing. No, I was just just beating it left and right That's in the all. car. Oh God, yeah. You would go out My to the car to, uh, to jerk off. <laughs> They're like, "Why does the car smell like bleach?" <laughs> Damn it! I used to take long showers, and I feel like your parents just know. Oh, they know. Yeah, they know. I yeah, just, and for boys, they don't care. They're like, whatever. But if you catch a girl masturbating, it's What, you like, think that's uh Oh, I know. What, your parents got... Uh, well, that's just, there's a whole double standard. Uh, yeah, talking about There's a double standard with it. Okay. That's mm -hmm. all. We one don't need the, to go into it, but one of the worst, <laughs> there's a double standard. I had a terrible moment with my mom. My, like, a very Jewish, religious family. Yeah. And uh, you got the Passover Seder, which is like... So, I don't even remember how old I was. Maybe I was 20 or 19 or something. <laughs> my mom, like, comes up to me in, like, the middle... I mean, there's, like... 30 people. My mom does it big. Like, whole family's there. Walks up to me and goes, you have to go up to the bathroom and clean it up right now. And I just look at my mom. I was like, what's going on, right? And I go up to the bathroom, and there's what looks like a giant puddle of jizz, like, right in the middle of the bathroom floor. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't. I was like, well, I, no, I. that's not my jizz, I swear. Yeah, I was like, I didn't just jerk off onto the floor. I'm not, like, turned on by tile. <laughs> I didn't, like, go into, yeah, exactly. And then I look, and it's, like, right out of a detective movie. There's, like, literally, a like, a pump thing of shampoo right there. And I'm like, that's the shampoo. But I was like, I wasn't going to go back down to the table and be like, Mom, it's shampoo. What the fuck, <laughs> Mom? Like, come. Yeah, exactly. Mom, someone framed me, I swear. So I, I just cleaned it up and said nothing. But the trail of what happened, that means one of my sisters went into the bathroom to Decided no. that I jerked off onto the floor, went to tell my mom. My mom then came up to me in the middle of the thing, and I'm not cool. Like, not that, like, me and my mom get, well, like, we're not cool. My mom's not, like, a cool mom. <laughs> we're not cool. No, my mom is not a cool mom. That was a terrible moment, yeah. Awkward. Very awkward. Oh, boy. To this day, I still want to be like, Mom, that wasn't my cum. You never <laughs> cleared the air on it? No, I know. I didn't oh. say a you thing. You just took it, huh? I cleaned it up. I sat back down at that table and drank wine in silence. <laughs> when she's on her deathbed, which is hopefully a very long time Let her from know. now, you should tell her. You're like, Mom, remember that Passover Seder? 
in 2022. It was shampoo, <laughs> ma. It was shampoo. <laughs> and then she's just like, you're a liar. <laughs> it's okay, Robbie. I'm gone now. You can jerk off all you want. Yeah. It's her parting words of wisdom. How many how many siblings do you have? I got a older and younger sister. One older, one younger? Yeah. Okay. And they're both dykes. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. <laughs> I like the qualifier. You're like, they're dykes. Just kidding. They're fine. <laughs> like, they could be both. Yeah, they're, norm- they're, no, they're normal people. They uh, they love cocks. Okay, I've, uh, I've addressed it with them. <laughs> they like a good bleachy load from time to time. What about you, Jess? How many siblings you got? I'm the youngest of four. Youngest of four? I know. Shocker, I'm the baby. I the know. baby. Yeah. yeah. By, by a lot, too. My two sisters are 10 years older than me and nine years older than me. My brother's five years older than me. But they're all Gen X, and I'm the only millennial. And I've been the, I was the best fucking kid. They'll never admit it, okay. but I was the best fucking kid. Why were you the best? I borrowed the least amount of money. I was on my own youngest. I was out of the fucking house the youngest. Mm-hmm. So... That's my that's my criteria of why I'm the best, but I got you. That's all, and I'm the cutest, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but your other siblings are still walking in the path of the Lord. Yeah, I'm the only non. <laughs> They're good, good Jesus people. Well, yeah, and well, when they you need know to when they money from your parents, they are that are like <laughs> when, yeah on the surface. You know, like it's funny when you grow up in that because like people act one way at church and right. then at home, and you're like. You're full of shit. That's why, like, some of these, like, more trad conservatives, I'm like, y'all are full of shit. I know you go home and, like, anyways. Okay. We're literally, I was just watching an episode of The Righteous Gemstones before you that guys came in. That show's great. That's it's the best so show on TV good, right now. dude. Have you seen it? I've seen it, yeah. Yeah. It just reminded me of that. Yeah, they're all, like, in the in the eyes of the Lord and their church, they're doing great. And then they go home and just beat their wives, beat their and, wives beat their and fucking do coke and bang hookers and shit. Well, my parents didn't do coke. That would have been <laughs> probably bad for me. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, so, okay. So Jess, it's gotta be awkward if you're a wife beater. Cause like the next <laughs> night, you're a you're white like, tank top. You no, mean? it's like if you beat the shit out of your wife and then the next night you want to have sex with her and you're like, honey, like, you need some makeup. <laughs> this looks terrible. Like, well, you can't go out like yeah. this. Look it's like you, you want, like you want to beat somebody else's wife. Like you almost want a secondary wife. Or that... the kids. That's what you have the kids. Yeah, that's yeah you the kids. Because you're not going to fuck your own kids. So if they got a shiner, it's a. Uh... Whoever their boyfriend's <laughs> problem. Or you can hide it and be like, yeah, they fell down the stairs again. Yeah, but yeah. clumsy ass kids playing sports and stuff. Yeah, you got to at least be wealthy for a two story house if you're going to beat your wife or kids. That's a good point. Yeah, you can't not have stairs. Yeah, if you don't have stairs, <laughs> then it's like all of your excuses are gone. Yeah, you need to like just have ice in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of constantly just be like watering down the front yard. Like, wow, it sure is icy. Better not slip, honey. <laughs> oh, God. But no, um, so for the listeners. They're probably like, who is this? Well, they know Robbie. This is your third time on the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. I've done three. You did. You did the first one here, you were here, and then right? we did a Zoom one together uh, over okay. COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm What's back. up, listeners? <laughs> Number three. But uh, the forest mommy herself. Uh, tell us a little bit. So you're a you're a Twitter celebrity. No big I'm, deal. I'm um, I'm a celebritarian actually. Celebritarian. No, just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Don't that's ever they say said. that again. I know. That's what someone said it. The uh, Funkhauser said that uh, the convention. Whatever. I'm like, oh my god. Um, also, yeah. I mean, the the listeners mostly now have talked about it, but like I do, I do a lot of events. With this is not like a political podcast, but I do a lot of political stuff with the Libertarian Party. 
Because we're cool. Because we're the fucking best, <laughs> and we're going to change the world, baby. That's, uh, At 45 least Colorado. people just turned this podcast off, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, so, We're yeah. basically the least autistic amongst a community of autistic people. Oh, so That's bad. it. I've told the stories of, like, God, that show I did in California was so fucking <laughs> weird. That's the weirdest crew ever. It was a libertarian thing? It was the... Um, the Libertarian 50th anniversary. Oh, in California? And in Fresno. Oh, because so, they had one out here. They had two out here. Yeah, I mean, like, it was it was for everybody, and, like, each state kind of did their own thing. Uh, but Angela was there, so Angela invited me out. Who, uh, I love Angela. She's soon to be the chair of the party. Uh, and she called me up and was like, come out and do this. And it was, uh, and I was like, yeah, right on. I had no idea what to expect. And it was just, like, a, a conference room, and I was just standing against a wall, uh, and there's probably like maybe like fifty, maybe top sixty people there. Right. But they were like, just everyone just had dinner and they were just sitting at tables. But it was like there was some young people in the back. But it was like a lot of just like old, fucking weirdos. Like, weirdos. Yeah, like lifelong Not party cool members. Weirdos like us. Not cool like weirdos. Weird like weirdos. Us. But like it was just the weirdest fucking vibes. But we powered through. Had a good time. <laughs> So, but then the next day I did the show with you in Denver with a fucking giant oh, ass great. room. Yeah, yeah, and you were there too. Yeah, was, that was a great show. Yeah, it was amazing. That was like such a, like, oh, there is a reason why I associate with these people. <laughs> was that show? That pretty much saved people it. needed it too because Comedy Works was like the first one to put in the fucking vax thing, right? Yep. And then so like I know I hadn't seen comedy since January 2020, so that that was like the I first. I feel like show that I was saw. one of the coolest things about. Um, the early iterations of porch tour and the house gigs yeah. was that some people were coming out that hadn't left their house in six months because in the heart of COVID I was putting together events mm-hmm. and like part of it was like people were happy to come out and the shows were good, but they hang one of the best times I've had to firstly Childerberg to date was one of the like I've done oh, Childerberg was awesome. I'm saying I've done I've done big comedy festival. Every gig I do is fun. This weekend's been magical. Like, I, but there was something about Childerberg that was particularly fun. Yeah. But then also that hang in Philly when we did that show and then we went back to that guy's house yeah, and it felt like I was back in college at like a frat party, even though I didn't go to college, like I didn't go to frat parties, but like, it just felt like I hadn't been in a house party in the last 20 years. And that was great. But here's what was going on. So we went, we did the show and then we went to, uh, one of the guys was like, we're having a party at the house. And it was like, it was because I'm ADD. I just kept roaming the floor. So you went down to the basement. Mike Heiss is literally in just a cloud of marijuana, and they're talking like <laughs> libertarian philosophy. Like you've never seen a room more hot box than this. I went down there, and I'm talking, uh, you know, trying to read Mises, and I'm too dumb to understand it. Then I went outside. People are smoking cigars. Then you went into the the other room, and they're drinking whiskey. And then the shed, like it was yeah. just like every room had like its own energy. And it was all people that hadn't left their house in six months. So it, you also felt like it was like a speakeasy vibe. We're yeah. breaking the law. We're getting together. Yeah, I did the show in a yoga studio. And it was like, I don't know if it was exactly legal. No, it was totally. We we booked a yoga studio because you couldn't do. Couldn't do a venue. You couldn't do. Sh- yeah, because what happened was wherever we were supposed to do the show canceled. And so last minute I booked a, it was a, the worst place to do comedy it was a yoga slash stripper like uh yeah there was poles in there sounds like yeah. my place there that sounds poles. like my kind of establishment yeah say so you'd probably <laughs> Listen, i would assume you would own a great place on like a that. sunday afternoon <laughs> sunday, to get a workout sunday. in 
and to show up and pretend like you're gay. Well, wasn't it, was it like the pole studio and yes. yoga? Okay. Well, it was like a yoga studio, but you, you would look up and there were like fold up poles on the ceiling that you could pull down and pull For the sake on. of comedy, though, I mean, there was an echo. And I'm such an idiot. I thought I was going to film a special that night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we filmed it. It actually it didn't come out too bad. No, I ended up taking the footage from the uh, from the other one from the New Hampshire thing. That yeah. was the the first year of the end of year recaps. Yep. Yeah, it was fun though. That was a fun night. Yeah, that was a great night. Yeah, both. I'm I'm glad you had me on uh, both both iterations of the end of year. It's a blast both times. All right, because you were on the Denver one. Yeah. 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 Well, you did that one in a lot more places too. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, that's the how many how many spots did you do? So Robbie did a little end of year recap special, and it was a great. Uh, Great fucking show because it was unique because he would do a full slideshow with it with like pictures and like funny drawings and things like that. Uh, and yeah, it started out 2021 and you just did two spots. Then 2022, you took it on the road and did yeah. all over the place. I'm hoping this, uh, I like I like the growth when you can like, you know, just look back and go, oh, last year I did three locations. Now and I did nine. Yeah, I love that. It feels good. It feels good. It just feels good to see the growth. Even if it just goes from one to two yeah. and you're like, this is improvement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing comedy so long as a total failure. That's just a little <laughs> bit, like a little increment of, oh, it's better. No, so uh, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping this year to like, do it much bigger. But yeah. That Denver show, I mean, that was one of the best shows. That that room was cool. I mean, there's a hundred plus people there. People all showed up. That was yeah. fun. That was cool. That was awesome. That was a great time. That's the first time I busted out my dress. Oh yeah, can I have my dress back? By the yeah, way, while somewhere. I'm here, <laughs> <laughs> I got it somewhere in here. I think it's actually on top of my. Let's do a dress contest. Who wore who wore who wore it better? Yeah. This, this is on this video. This ass is a hundred times better than mine, man. I do squats. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually go to the gym today? No, I was gonna, and I came back here, and I just kind of was like, like looking at my schedule and stuff, and I was kind of fucking feel like gearing up. So I just did like, like fifty push-ups and then took a shower. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll go tomorrow though. All right. Yeah. Because when you told me, because like the fact that you drink and ski already, I'm like, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> but then drinking, fucking shred, dude. Skiing a full day. And then going, I'm going to the gym for a full workout. Yeah. I was like, this is some cycle level shit. Yeah, man, you got to get it in. I'm a fucking busy dude. See, you can see my calendar on the wall and shit. I got to like, uh, I'm at the point now where I, I should be like scheduling out like hours of the day, but I, instead I'm just unorganized. I like I that with everything going on, you still make time to have sex with Eddie. Oh, yeah. And Eddie's coming over for it, two nights. And you schedule it in. If Eddie Ift wants to have sex with me, I'd be like, all right, that'd be cool. I mean, he's a good-looking dude. <laughs> he's also maybe could give me some good connections and shit. But does his cum taste like bleach? Well, I don't know yet. I bet, I bet he's got very bleachy cum. I bet he's got he's got yeah. a face for bleachy cum. Yeah. I can, know? like, look at a guy and just be like, that's going to be bleachy. Like, I could clean my floor with that guy's yeah. fucking load, yeah. When it's real Big bleachy, I try and just get on my lips, you know? You want to lighten them? Yeah, you know, because then you can clean it. <laughs> it cures herpes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank uh, God. It helps. Well, it helps prolong the uh, the the gaps between outbreaks. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. I keep taking it up my ass. Then that's working out great. No, that's a that's a good move. You fill up the rectum with. Yeah. Uh, then you don't get. And a then cancer. it just seeps out onto the rim, and all the herpes go away. <laughs> I knew this room smelled like cum. Smells <laughs> like ass herpes too. And the, the color of your bed is of one that's been leaked on a lot. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's out of the frame of the shot, and I think you're a liar. So, Does this mattress go direct to floor? Yeah. 
have you ever brought a lady back to have sex with, saw that you had a mattress on the floor, and, and they said, it. no. <laughs> no. I have. Really? <laughs> you said no to a floor mattress? No, no, no. Oh, I Someone ha- When I... I, I, this is how much of a dumbass I am. Mm-hmm. When I, I'm, I mean, this is actually like a decent mattress. When I first moved to this New York City, a fucking love this when I first moved to New York City, I was trying to do comedy and I had like a decent sales job and I had like just a shitty mattress on the floor. Yeah. And I had this idea in my head that I was not going to buy, like as motivation to do better in comedy, I was not going to buy myself a good bed. Even though I could afford it, I was like, I'm not sleeping on a good bed until I'm making money as a comic. Now I, I can you. tell you, that that was a really dumb life strategy because for a stretch of life, I was waking up every day and I couldn't believe how tired I was. And then it turns out because I had a shitty fucking mattress and I wasn't really sleeping. <laughs> so it was not a winning strategy. Nope. It was That's the wrong some, way to motivate. Just some fucking dumb, stupid shit in my head that like I'm not, I was like, I'm not getting a comfortable bed and I'm not like, like. Uh, but anyways, I had at least twice where like I was, I was like, done deal, brought a chick back, looked at, and they're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> like straight up, they just looked at you. Yeah, like, yeah. They're like, oh, not, I gotta go. Yeah, you should have told me that. That's not like, wow. yeah. Well, this is luckily, so this is like a California king, and so it sits really high off the right. floor. And it's like a Murphy bed, how you can put it up into the cabinets. Dude, it worked <laughs> out. I was actually going to build a Murphy bed, and I drove, I drove all the way to Denver just just to pick up these two guys here. To make it like a Murphy bed. To make it like a Murphy bed. And then I put it in the room and I realized that it just fits perfectly. Why do more work? Yeah, I was like, I don't need to build shit. I'm not handy. <laughs> I'll just fucking cram it up there. <laughs> so it works great. So I just flip this you thing You have a up. face like you should know carpentry. Thank you. <laughs> is it the is it the Ron Swanson mustache? Cause it's, it's the whole thing. Yeah, Nick Offerman is like a carpenter. Thing. I feel like everything you do, you look like you could do it for some reason. <laughs> it's like just you a just confident like face. Every, yeah, like no. If he was a pilot, I'd be like fuck. <laughs> or my that financial was, advisor, honestly, like financial advisor, financial no way. advisor. I'd be like, nah, let's, we're going. I feel with like, another I, like guy. I feel like uh, the mustache on the pilots is pretty popular though. Maybe. It's like a cop thing. It's the aviators. I don't pay enough attention to pilots. Like, when they come out of the plane, I'm so mad about having to sit and... I'm like, just get the... I don't fucking care. Fuck you and your fucking job. You're so mad just because you had to sit I'm not happy with you. Like, I'm not proud of what you did (laughs) here. It's like, fuck you. It's all computers now anyway. No, you should be sitting there in shame that you make money off of me being tortured in this backseat. Like... (laughs) You're not on well, time. Well, they're up there getting a blowjob, basically. Yeah. Probably. Well, they're drinking coffee. Probably, right? Yeah. If I was a pilot, I'd jerk off in up there with my other co-pilots. Well, I was about to say, first. it really depends on how much you trust your co-pilot. <laughs> your co-pilot. Mm-hmm. If you're like halfway through and you look at him, you're like, all right. There's for sure. You look that way, I look this way. Put it in your head. No one on. will know. That job is so <laughs> corporate. There's definitely cameras in it. You open it up and all the flight attendants are like, is why there? does it smell like Well, because they got the black box in case anything goes wrong. The last thing you want to do is they check the black box and they just see you and the other guy jerking off. Do well, they have com- like com words? They have code words. Code, code words, words for yeah. cum. <laughs> like, Except that you hear in the background. <laughs> you just they say, "Hey, it's we need to bleach this cockpit." And the guy's like, "Roger that." And they, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of dirty in here. I think we could use uh, some bleach. Don't you think so, Ray? Yeah, I think so. Wink. I think so, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> so what do you normally do on this show? I feel like I brought a lot of cum energy. To yeah, I mean, you episode. brought a lot of cum energy. Cum. I'm going to say, I mean, we usually just go off on tangents, but not not so much cum energy right. normally. Normally we just kind of do a recap and then just talk about whatever else comes up. I mean, we were skiing a lot. How, how'd you like the uh, ski? Both of you guys skied. You skied one day. Robbie skied two. 
What do you guys think about the uh, the mountain and, and how I like it? It was my first time skiing steamboat. Oh, I mean, yeah. I would have preferred it not so slushy or whatever, but I was happy. It was so nice. It was yeah, warm. The weather was great. You got basically naked. But yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Not as <laughs> we naked all as you. appreciated that. Well, that was a, <laughs> a side story. Uh, during the convention, I had to do an auction. It was my first time being an auctioneer, okay. which was actually a ton of fun, except for I fucked up because... It was so unorganized. One thousand, two thousand, free. We did it at the this wrong time. This guy gets it for free. We did it at the wrong time. You'll blow me. Yeah, we did it at the wrong Should time. Have been before days. So yeah, so I came up and I did, I did about fifteen minutes of stand up. Right. And then I introduced Dave, and then after Dave got done, then they're like, "Let's have this auction." Except for people uh, wanted to go see Dave. Yeah. Like, oh my god. So we're talking god. about Dave they Smith. Like, just crowd around him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was weird. Like I know. So <laughs> it was all boys, all men too. They're like. Ah. Yeah, it's like it was like he went to the back of the room and it's just like half the people left and they're right. like, Dave, Dave, talk to me. Da, 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 da. And like like the noise level just went up. Right. And so I was like, uh, who wants to bid on these decorative barn tiles? And like like half the room was like, What? And on top of that we had a deaf sound guy, which didn't help. Literally He's deaf? He He's had a hearing aid in. What? Seriously, I fucking... Oh I, my god, I, that's celebratory. So, okay, so the beginning of the day, <laughs> the beginning of the day, we're there for business and shit, and I hang out right. and do that, and I, they always want me to introduce somebody, because I'll just fucking make a joke right. out of it. I introduce, I introduced Jacob, who was at the show last night. You endorse, wasn't that kind of an endorsement, or...? Yeah, it's like, yeah. A, it's like you, you nominate someone, no. and so I nominate him, and I like, I go up to the mic, and as soon as I touch it, I'm like, hey... From like from like a good like eight inches away, and the whole room is like boom. And I was like, whoa, this microphone is way, way too fucking loud. And so like he turned it down, and I, I finished my nomination. And then later in the day, we're getting ready for the show, and so like I go up to him, and I was like, hey, like I'm a pretty loud guy, you could turn the volume down. He's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like that's good. <laughs> and so he turned it uh, off. Yeah, I your was, sound was fucked during your shit. I was basically doing it a cappella the entire time. <laughs> just nothing. And so I was in there screaming into the void, and then after after Dave gets off, everyone's distracted. I'm trying to auctioneer, but I'm just like sh- like like scream auctioneering because the guy still won't give me any volume. And uh, one of the auctioneer items, they're like, uh, was a basket full of a bunch of random things. And I, I'm like reading off this list, and I was like, it's got a... Two, like, whatever, like, gift baskets, some, like, uh, gift cards, whatever, and a nude picture. <laughs> I think it said artistic or something. I don't know if it said that. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you'd like to think it you said. You could see the nude picture. Well, it was funny because I just, like, read that off, and then, like, as they're going, I'm like, hey, and I'm, like, trying to sell it and making shit up. And then someone just comes behind me and just shoves a picture in my face, and I was like, yep, those are boobs. <laughs> and it was... Jessica's boobs. That's Forrest. That's the picture that got the original Forrest Mommy handle banned. We got banned from Twitter. It was my original one, and it was fine like at the beginning, and then this Back time. Back when Twitter was cool. Back again, when was which was cool. only like a year yeah. and a half difference. Yeah, Jack Dorsey. Fucking what's wrong with titties? And you can post whatever in the time. Like, in the, you can literally have like the most disgusting tranny porn ever you've seen in your life will come through in your timeline. So, at least mine. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, like I'm sure you watch. <laughs> you can't have it in the profile pitch. I was like, whatever, whatever. Yeah, that's bizarre. It was whatever. Yeah, hmm. I'm back. I have more followers than I did then. So how many? Us. How many Twitter followers do you got? Um, I'm uh, like eighteen five. 
Eighteen five. It's, it's, it's dead it's, or daddy. It's more than Robbie, but I don't want to <laughs> rub it in. <laughs> Just kidding, yeah, how many? Daddy. How many do you have on Twitter? Um, I'm coming up on fifteen. Coming up on you should have way okay. more. You it should. Is what it is. Show, you show your boobs. Even, even yeah, yeah. So dump that dick out. I got babe. a decent rack, you know. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, you maybe do. that's what I got to do. Got to get out in the forest out. and uh, start showing off these titties. <laughs> I'll take the photos. All right, done deal. Let's done. Do it. They'll be so artistic. It's gonna be great. <laughs> now I don't, I don't use Twitter. I only use Facebook and Instagram. But I, I will say, ever since we did Pork Fest yeah. last year, I get. Probably ten to twenty-five Facebook friend requests a week. Just from uh, Facebook, I don't deal with at all. Well, it's it's I don't know. It's just so it's like a mutual friend thing where so many people are just like, oh, I see that you're friends with so and so, and so I'll request you. That's why I, I got assume. off Facebook. The problem, there's too many freaks. Here's the problem with yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Facebook is like when you go to a party and you're looking forward to the party, and then you find out that your aunt's there, and you're like, shit, I can't drink here. You know what I mean? Like it's I like get naked. Yeah, I can't get naked. It's like, like I think, was gonna eat these mushrooms. But so that's now I the can't. problem. It's like my grandma's on Facebook. Like like yeah. there's just all the people that like you don't want to interact with in that way. It's like if I'm putting up on morning rants, like I don't want my grandma seeing that shit. You know what I mean? So it, like that's kind of what made Facebook so not. And cool. the strangers who add you now have access to your family. Oh, like your they shit. know who your family yeah, is and stuff. I didn't much. like that. I never liked Facebook. Twitter oh, I loved it at first. Oh, really? I was always, I don't know. Social media, I've gotten more sucked in by doing, because, like, use it as a promotional tool. Yeah. So That's the only reason I have it yeah. anymore, as a promotional tool, but I hate, it drives me nuts, because I like, I'm like a scroller. Like, I'll no, just I like, get sucked I, in. I got an addictive yeah. personality, so I'd rather yeah. not. Like, Instagram, there's no good in it. Twitter's fun, because, like, you can run a joke, and, in, in, like, you can read an article, put out the joke, get instant feedback. Yeah. And then I also find people tweet articles at me that are good. Sometimes I can look through it, fill the up The news show. is more instant on Twitter yeah, compared news, to, like, Facebook. And sometimes the news coverage that you get on Twitter is better than Real in life, other yeah. locations. Like, you'll see footage of an actual event taking place in real time like yeah. that guy who drove into the parade that there's no I saw that as it happened of, whoa uh, really yeah i need to get i guess i need to just spend more time on twitter you should it's where all the cool know. people are <laughs> it's where all the cool kids are doing <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> i thought they were all you can on, just uh, say so much shit on there that's what i like about it i thought they were all on gitter or whatever get what's the done. fucking if, if i'm done off of twitter then i'm not doing fucking anything else because you have to download a new app every fucking week. It's too much. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I feel like there's right now there's a scramble for like a competitor, and like you just gotta give it a minute, and one's gonna rise to the top. It'll it'll be probably a year. TikTok, or two. I don't touch. You guys on the TikTok? never once. Yeah, never once. So I well I've heard I've I've never been on it, but I've heard it's good for posting comedy clips. Well, you get way more views because because bullshit. That's all. It's just Chinese bullshit. It's just that's the thing. It's all shit, Chinese, yeah. and they show these videos like on libs of TikTok all the time, and I'm like, how do we know that's not just the Chinese like making us hate teachers? Even I, I mean, I hate oh, teachers. No, I don't. Think <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, libs, hot takes. The, li- the libs of TikTok is great. No, what happened in podcasting, and I, I work in podcasting advertising. I'm, I'm like, if there's an an expertise in a topic, yeah. it's podcast and digital advertising. Yeah. They created an IAB standard, which was like a new standard for quantifying podcast downloads. This was two years ago. Okay. And podcasts that were basically podcast downloads went from whatever number they were telling you to half to a third of that number. 
And the reason is because everyone wants engagement on their platform yeah. and they want the advertising dollars. So the more impressions they can tell you is going on, the better. Right. And so when you're a young platform, that's what you do. Right. It, it's like a lottery thing. Everyone's posting content. I'm a sucker for this, too. I'm posting my content. I'm trying to be famous. I want people sure. to like my content. Absolutely. The higher the download numbers, everyone's like, oh, this is the place to post content. Or, oh, I should hang out here because everyone likes me. This is not a co the company that is even in America. I'm telling you, I don't know exactly the ratio of how inflated it is. But uh, by the way, even on like um, on YouTube, so I can't sell. There's a, a word impressions. Now, impressions is like on a tweet. You can have your impressions, which is if someone just saw your tweet versus watched it or actually right. read it or engaged with it. Yeah. So it's like I'm telling you, I don't know the I don't know the particulars. TikTok's new and it's Chinese. They are lying about those pressure, those impressions, probably by a factor of a thousand. Here's the way by you would figure. A factor of a thousand? I don't know a thousand. I'm bullshitting here. But like a lot. I'm just saying yeah. it, it's a massive. Yeah, it's not a thousand. It's definitely not a thousand. It's probably like ten to a hundred. Yeah. The biggest thing would be if like you looked at, and I don't, I, I, I don't know the math on this, but if you looked at Dane Cook when he was on MySpace and the way that he was driving ticket sales because of his numbers on yeah, MySpace. Yeah, he was huge early Facebook right. and MySpace. So let's just say as a theoretical, here's how you would figure out. Let's say theoretically. Dane Cook had a million followers on MySpace, and he was able to sell out, let's say, venues the size of the Beacon Theater. Be uh, we're talking about before his shows. Now, comparatively, who are the TikTok comedians with a similar following, and what size venues are they selling? That would give you a pretty good figure of, like, are these real numbers and are these real people? Yeah. Like, what are the actual conversions there in terms of following to, like, real engagement versus just that... To people coming out and shit, yeah. yeah. And I know... Uh, well, I know that uh, uh, a lot of clubs and stuff will be like, oh, how many how many social media followers do you have? And right. like, that will gauge your booking and stuff. Right. But I don't know... I don't think... I don't think TikTok is what they go off. It's more Instagram and shit now. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's not like... But do and you only fans. And OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself. Are you on Instagram? I'm on it. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. I thought you were going to say, are you on something? Something? Oh, yeah. Fair point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm no, a, but I'm not on Facebook, but I still have my Instagram for now. So For now. For yeah, now. I don't have much of a Facebook, I mean an Instagram following. I've been posting clips. Yeah. People should like me I more. scared all my normie <laughs> friends off. Like, they were yelling at me during the whole COVID thing, but now it's like all Liberty people on there right. now, so I, it's all good. Nice. Okay. But it would give me stress enough. I still I still will post stuff and then like not look for days because I know somebody will say some like mean, mean comment. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been right. I've been right the whole time. I've been right the whole time. So don't even. Okay? <laughs> it's true. They. Um, I just saw, so Dimitri Martin came to town. He was here Thursday. And there's a, there's a, Venue on the edge of town called Strings, and it's like a really nice like amphitheater, and they have like shit there. And I've been emailing them for like years, and they won't fucking respond to my emails because they're dickheads. Don't they know who you are? Don't they know who the fuck I am? I know, I know they know who I am, which is why it's more annoying <laughs> that they won't <laughs> fucking answer more. my emails. <laughs> you dickheads! And they wanted to have a, a local a local opener, and they um, Drew tried to get it. And they said no, because they saw Drew's tape and fucking Drew just doesn't have... I love Drew. Don't mean to knock on Drew. Drew just doesn't have a good tape yet. And uh, they so they got David Rodriguez from Fort Collins to come up. But anyways. That's pretty local. Nice. <laughs> Fort Collins and Steamboat are right by each like, other. I was like, I'm at the show. I'm right here. But talk about venues. I was like, people people there paid anywhere between like fifty five and like a hundred dollars for tickets, and it was sold out for like, Dimitri Martin. Yeah, to be fair, Dimitri Martin fucking 
crushed. He was very impressive and very good. But like talk about like venue, like I could have walked up there and been like penis and everyone would be like, ah, <laughs> you know, like it was like fishing with dynamite. I mean, that's my whole act. I've been doing comedy 11 years. And, <laughs> and come, and come is your ass. Yeah, mostly penis and come. You just got to like mix up. Yeah. You know, you got to hit them at the right like cadence, take awkward pauses, come, let the audience know yeah. you're not going to be doing anything other than saying <laughs> penis and come and, you know, different rhythms. Yeah. But once they get that that's what you're doing. Then they're on board. And they're like, hey, I paid a lot of money for this, so yeah. I'm in. But the, the point I was making is they this is the first time in over a year uh, that they – it was the only video I know they were like, uh, masks are required to get in. And it was like, okay. But it was kind of like like everyone there, there was like a, a, a giant understanding. They were just like, we're all doing this. Be nice. Right. Because like it doesn't do anything. And, and like that was everyone, recently, you said? This was Thursday. Because everything in the whole state's like dropped. Basically. It's literally just that venue. Anyone who's doing it is just letting you know that they're really gay. <laughs> not fun gay either. Yeah, like, yeah, like, not gay. like party boy gay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's like you're committed to being like just annoying. You're just like listen. It's a power trip. Yeah, everyone's over this, it but does seem like a power we're gonna trip. take an opportunity to be annoying. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I didn't understand. I was like, okay, I mean, like, all right, fine, but like, we all. Put on our, like, well, for one, there was a giant line outside for booze because they could only sell booze outside. Right. And so there's like 70 people who are all like nut to butt in this line, no mask, you know. But to walk through the door, you put on your mask. And then we all sat down and took our masks off. Was it the venue's decision or Dimitri's decision? Yeah, I I assume it was the venue's decision. Because I was, I actually got to see. Uh, what's her name? Was Liza Schlesinger? Liza Schlesinger. Yeah, she's funny. Just like, like recently in Denver, and it was yeah. at the Belco, which is pretty huge. Yeah. And there was nothing. There was nothing. You walk on in, and you you're just, good. Just, it's like it's like real life. Yeah. It was. That <laughs> was that was the second comedy I've seen. It was yours, and then hers, and really? I got it for free. So yeah. Yeah. So like apparently, way- people had held on to her tickets for two years, and that was her Jeez. show Whoa. from pre-COVID, and she had like a fucking baby in the meantime, which of course, like half her set was about her baby, but whatever. Of course, it was. and like. <laughs> That sounds yeah. weird with mommy saying that, where I'm like, stop talking about your baby. <laughs> Making my ovaries ache. Come on. No, I just want to hear it. Like, it was just all about, like, baby, like, having. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Anyways, go on. It's, <laughs> it's weird how people talk about what's relevant in their lives. I so. know. Like, we don't want I don't. I'm, like, opposite, though. All the girls probably in the audience were like, oh. And I'm like, oh. You're like, fuck Get some you. good material. Right? Talk about something that matters. <laughs> It's like, you chose to have the kid. We know that it's annoying. That's yeah. why we didn't do it. I think she just it. wanted to excuse that she like had extra weight. She's like, no, no, no. I had uh, a baby. Yeah, right. You guys have so. fat. It's baby weight. Was she, was she thicker than normal? That's how I put on these and like, I mean, just like, she looked like she had a baby a couple months ago, basically. You know how yeah, that yeah. look. I don't know. Just a little pooch. Yeah. You got that shit stretched out for so long. Yeah, so. yeah. I'll stretch it out. When I had my baby, I was, I was back <laughs> My cooter's right still ruined. <laughs> I used to have yeah. a tight cooter. I'd be fucking dudes. I'd be like, "Holy shit, this is tight." Yeah. Yeah, but now it's now uh, I'm it's, not gonna. I mean, I was. I we're friends, so I wasn't gonna say anything. But your cooter looks like shit. I know. Dude. I have to actually try and hold it closed just to create a little oh bit God. of friction. <laughs> oh please, God! Like I, I work out. You know what I do? You like there's that thing Kegels? in the gym. Yeah, you do the leg the thing. Yeah. yeah. So I do that so that if I'm having sex, I can really wedge the lips of my so labia just... <laughs> against his wiener, so, and yeah. then he might be able to feel a little bit of a sensation. Right. I'm not gonna come. I. Uh, it's sorry. 
already too No, it's too late out. for you. You're fine. It's my cooter's fin. I mean, you're getting punished. Right. Reassignment surgery it yeah. makes it hard for you. But when when I'm with a with when I'm with a fella, I, I hope at least I can keep him happy so that'll stick around. And so I just work on, you know, really creating the friction with my arms. Yeah, dude. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You're a thoughtful guy. <laughs> ruined Cooters. That's a good band name. <laughs> ruined the, we all the Ruined Cooters. Thank you. Yeah, you got to be like a real punk rock uh, operation what for was, that. What was the other band name we came up with earlier today? It was a good one. I don't remember it, though. It was an animal. It was like the something. I don't remember. It was uh, all you. Fuck. <laughs> if you were in a band, it should be called the Horny Otters. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you like that Seattle joke? It's good. I just—it was one of our guys who was doing over mics for a minute. Like, told me that he's like, "You're like a frat boy in a Seattle," and I was like, "Fuck, you're right." <laughs> you really do. I do. I do. Especially Have if you ever I'm seen rocking. Like Seattle's when they swim though, it's like so cute. They like lay on their back and they bring the food and, up and they, and they have like a little like pocket and yeah. they like have a rock and they like smash yeah, shellfish. Yeah, they're and they really eat it. smart. Yeah, and then they rape everything. Did you know that? Well, who doesn't? Well, <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> Can't hold that against men, you know. Sounds to me like otters are just more honest. They're just yeah, they're just doing it all out in the open. Yeah, yeah, but they'll like they'll like kill each other and then just like bang the dead <laughs> otter. It's disgusting. Well, they're I, I like to club them to keep them even. <laughs> Yeah, we well, want keep them in their place. Just fucking yeah, and yeah. people are like, "Why are you clubbing that otter?" I'd be like, "It just raped another otter." Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm giving justice. And they're like, "Better question: Why are you fucking that dead otter?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's still warm. Yeah, they're like, shut up. The fur is soft. This is for me. It has a little pocket. I took the stone out. <laughs> Wait, otters are different. Are otters baby seals? No, otters wrong? are like a whole animal. Oh, oh, so people don't club otters. It's but, seals. No, but I'm sure somebody's clubbed an otter <laughs> I mean, before. Yeah. You can club it out, but that, but that reminds me. Do they make specific clubs for it? Is there like a store you can go to and really pick one out that's like, <laughs> yeah, like the top of the line? That's the only dance clubs I go to are the ones where they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, uh, I don't know. Maybe they specialize. But you, on your on your bit, I didn't realize so many people confuse otters with uh, seals because when I did that show in Fresno, I did the joke. I was like, I look like a sea otter. And the guy in the front goes, or, or, or. You're like, that's a seal, you idiot. Yeah, I just like stopped the whole show and I was like, what? <laughs> like, the fuck did you just say to me? I was like, I know California public schools are terrible, but what the hell, dude? Yeah, unless you're watching like old school Animal Planet, who knows the difference between otters and seals? I know. Yeah, but that's like, <laughs> well, for one, one I'm from the forest. <laughs> They're literally called river otters and they live in rivers and seals live in the ocean. I'm not that's, saying that's that you're one. not making sense. Can you picture? Can you like picture an otter? Can you picture an otter in your head? Tell me what an otter looks like. It looks kind of like a weasel, but bigger. Yeah, it kind of looks like the the warlax from the time machine. A woodchuck. Wait, and an no. Otter. What's the name? The the fucking Ewoks. No, I'm thinking of the Doctor Seuss book. Beavers are the ones that build the dam. Yeah, the beavers trees. build the dam. Yeah, beavers oh, build Lorax. The Lorax. Thank you. I said warlax. What do otters lorax. do? The, they, they swim s- around and they're cute. And they fuck each other. Like they fuck everything. Okay. They'll live. They'll live by beavers and stuff. Like it's similar, they but they're like the more. Like I have my phone on, phone on me. I was just gonna go Google a. I can't a talk apparently. I was gonna Google a sea otter, so you know. And then also or a the river otter. Or a river otter. Seals are black. They got I like otter. Look that up. Well, you don't gotta be all racist about it, but yeah, they got the. <laughs> they got. They're like dogs of the sea. Are the seals? <laughs> okay. They're like small walrus. And what, what's a sea lion then? How cute they are. A sea lion? 
So that's a river otter or a sea otter, I guess. I, I just did otters. Is an otter? I guess we'll never know. It's also a term for a small but hairy gay guy. Otter is like yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Did you hear how like gay people had to stop with the slave and master thing or kink people too? Because slave even... and master is obviously racist and stuff. So then they were making up new words like animal words. They're like puppy kitty or something like that. So um, just weird facts in case you wanted to know about that. That was but slave and master is out. It's out. I didn't even know that was ever in. Yeah, right. Shut That's... up. <laughs> Don't blow my cover here, dude. <laughs> Got a reputation. <laughs> Right, so not, Can you picture it? It's not a seal. I've learned so much tonight. This is the David Attenborough right here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Matt Newland. Matt He's Newland. A, the regular co-host of the show. Matt did a great job last He was night. hilarious. Yeah, Matt's really good. Do you do that every Friday and Saturday? No, I do I've, roughly every other. Okay. Yeah. It's not bad. Not yeah. Bad. No, we do about, uh, on average, two shows a month. It just, I mean... The problem is, like, it's a good thing and a bad thing. So with schmiggities, this is the deal, for anyone who wants to know, the inside baseball, the deal with schmiggities is they have bands every weekend, but they always come on at, like, 10. Yes, you're the 8 o'clock show. Yeah, and so it's like, hey, you're not doing anything before then, and you have a stage, so why don't I just sell tickets, and then you take all the booze sales, and they're, like, totally fine. Because it's basically free money that they wouldn't have anyways. But sometimes that there's... There's bands that uh, want to go on early. The bands are just sometimes cunts. Right. Like, I was... Divas. I fucking hate... I fucking... Like, we came in yesterday, and I saw it was a DJ, and I was like, thank God it's a fucking DJ, because some of these bands, they'll be doing sound checks up until, like, 7.15. Uh, I'm like, doors open at 7, guys. You need to fucking get off the goddamn stage, and they won't do it. Or other ones are like, we demand to go on earlier, and they'll be like... The venue just caves And it's like Yeah we have to do Whatever they fucking say And I'm like sweet And so I have to Start earlier I start like 7.30 Or something like that Even though right. I have posters That say 8 and shit right. And then I just cunts about space Like they like There's so much less space Because there's like A whole drum set And like right. some of these things Are like Wannabe orchestras And they've got like 27 different things And like where I'm standing in like This like a phone booth Like hey guys Want to see me act out this bit? Like, even though I can't yeah, it's not move? Great. I, I, like, and you got to roll with the punches, but even Friday night, there were, like, mic stands between you and the crowd. Yeah. So there weird. is a little bit of, like, a barrier. Yeah. No, yeah. it's... And it's distracting. And, like, sometimes when there's a lot of stuff, we'll just take, like, curtains and throw it on shit. Right. So it's not so bad, but... Who made yeah. the table joke? Was that you? We were no, like, I a made, DJ needs a table. Who that is was that? That's probably Matt. Yeah. Was yeah. that Matt? He's like, they yeah. just need a table. Oh, yeah, needs a table. <laughs> I was going to make fun of the DJ setup. But I made, oh, you I, did I, about the button. No, I pressure. made the joke that they for sure just press play and then they're sitting there. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I was going to yeah. do. It's like all these people are going to pay to watch some chick play her iPod yeah. later tonight. And I have to stand next to this table now because of it. But that's like a <laughs> universal life that you always assume other people don't work hard at their jobs. Sure. Like the second you have to do it, it seems really tough. But like. When it's somebody else's, you're like, yeah, what do they do? You I know? do yeah. know some like girls who try to be hot DJs, but they okay. would have someone else mix the music. And so they're, they're just be- up there. Yeah. Like- they're holding the... They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, just pretending. I'm like, you don't even know. Yeah. Like, that whatever, I don't judge. It's all good. I mean, hey, fucking good for that chick last if night. If you make money off of it, whatever. I was hoping she'd be there when I was like, hey, the bartender oh, the thinks one? you're hot. <laughs> yeah. They say she was hot. 
But yeah, picture, let's see what she looks like. Let's judge this Yeah, what bitch. was her name? Something her name was uh, Maddie O'Neill. Maddie, that's right. M-A-D-D-I-E. Maddie O'Neill. All right, we're going to judge her on a 1 to 10 scale. All right. I, can't, I can't see that spot. Where are we at time-wise right now? Oh, yeah. Are we over an hour? Where does it say? On the top. Fifty five right, right now. We'll wrap it up in a few then. But yeah, let's let's it's fucking cute, like judge Vaughn. this Maddie O'Neill. Oh wait. Okay, yeah, look, I'll give my number in a minute. Let me figure it out. Oh, I also wanna um so I recently I had a botched Tinder date. And now that there's a lady. This is really podcast, this is really getting to you. Really why, is. why are you so annoyed by it? Well, I just think it's funny for Botch one. sounds like Diabolical, like it was on purpose. Like no, someone tried to be bad. No, botched, like it just I fucked it up, oh. or it was fucked up. But it's not. It's not so much gonna be. I just think it's funny, and I think it'd be a, a good conversation starter. All right, yeah. all right, all right. Well, so did you find Maddie O'Neill? I ended up on the wrong page. I don't know. I ended up on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone called Forest Mommy. Had her tits out out here. I wish, man. I am monetized right, so on Twitter. Walk us through this from the beginning. Okay. For, can, we, can we look at a picture of this chick so we get a little reference? Oh. She's pretty cute. Yeah. Can we get, can we get a she's little like reference? She's like mountain, mountain blonde cute. Yeah, she's a cutie. So here's the here's the thing. How much conversation was made online before you went into the date? Give a, us like walk a us bunch. through the whole thing. All right, so here. Here's how it goes. End of my dating Make life. a long story I, long. I'm going to make so a long story swiping. excruciatingly long. So I'm swiping. And you're like, listen, usually I'm an otter. I'm only into gay dudes, but yeah. you're special. But I was like, all right, I'll try vagina, right. I guess. And she was like, okay. <laughs> and so I imagine this girl... And like I, it was like a, a week or so went by because I was out of town doing stuff, and I was like, "Oh, just being super cool, just being her know, so fucking." Hey, I'm just out of the world being fucking cool. Yeah, I was like, did you say famous? I actually no, I did. Oh. As a joke, I, I messed her back, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't see your message because I was too busy being out of town, famous." <laughs> and she was like, "Okay," and then we started like texting back and forth for like a couple of days, and then St. Patty's Day hits. And we're trying to hang good, out all day. Is it good conversation? I'm not good with texting with people. Oh God, it's so bad. Yeah. Well, it's like no the, flow, no flow. I mean, like I'm cool with like texting with people in general, but like the like blind date Tinder text is always like all you do is you're like fuck. Did I, is that is that right? Everyone's is trying to be like, quirky, funny, I feel like my smart. Just doesn't, it just doesn't work. It doesn't translate. Generally speaking, I agree. Just send like, dick. Fuck. Just send what? dick pics. Just send dick pics. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I haven't tried that. Maybe that's the just improvement I got to make. Yeah. Yeah. But it was. It actually was going good because I was a messenger and I was telling her about this like fucking weird dude I saw at the gym. We were making jokes back and forth. There's this right. dude who was hitting hitting the punching bag. And it's like weird when you're like not a boxing gym and people hit the punching bag because they're always fucking psychos. And this guy was like screaming and he literally was throwing knees at this punching bag. And he said, pull out your balls as he was doing it. I heard him say it. And I was I was literally next to him. It was like a yoga room. And I was like doing abs. And I was like, what the fuck did you just say? Anyways. But I messaged her that, did and we laughed start, at this guy's expense. Did he started like sucking off the bag. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, yeah. That was, yeah. It's like fuck you, dad. <laughs> licking the bottom of the bag. But <laughs> so, anyways, so then I'm finally like, hey, let's actually meet up. Well, on St. Patty's Day, she right. like drunk called me and like tried to come here and like hook up to the house. Yeah, first time with to meet at all in person. Yeah, oh, but she whoa. was too hammered and like couldn't make it. 
But she, if she would have came, she would have got that fucking hard dick, and then this wouldn't be a conversation. That's when you walk over there. Yeah, fucking, it was it was a disaster. Yeah, why didn't you meet her halfway? Because it was St. Paisley. It was a That's disaster. True. She's like, hey. like, I was in bed. And she's like, so she was already blowing someone? I, and you could have fit your dick in her mouth, too? Oh, probably. She's got one like a fucking, you know, like a, like a whale shark. She could just inhale everything in the neighborhood. But, but anyways, so like a couple days go by, and I'm like, hey. Let's finally go get a drink. I want to see you in person. She's like, right on. And so we go to Mountain Tap, which is a bar down here. And we're hanging out, having a good time. She was, it was one of these rare instances where she was better looking than her profile. Like, normally you're like, ah, oh, fuck, rare. what's going to show up? Here's what typically happens. There's five pictures. And you imagine that they're going to look as good as their best picture. Yeah. And they looks they look a little bit worse than their worst picture. <laughs> but then what's also great about it is that if you were to just show me the worst picture and their best picture, you would go, these are two different people. Right. Like it, like they don't even look like the same person. But you get excited about that best picture. You're like, that's the person that's I'm going on a date with. That's always the lead one. And yeah. if you're getting too hasty, then you just go on that yeah. one. But occasionally right. some people just aren't photogenic, and you're like, all right. And then they show up and you're like, oh, you're better looking yeah. than a person. So I don't know. I don't have it. But anyways, that happened. So we go in and we're talking. We're chilling. Uh, having a good time getting to know each other. Turns out she lived like a fucking couple miles down from me in Ohio for like a while in her life. Which is like, wow, because it's way small township. Things are going well. And then Jared, who's my roommate, uh, comes out from behind the bar. And... <laughs> Is uh, this that terrible beer place you made us go to three nights in a row? <laughs> no. <laughs> that place used to be good. Now it's just good. It's like a dance club that's like not a dance club. But uh, this is Mountain Tap. It's a brewery, and it has like really good pizza and shit. So I'm like, let's go there. And I like know everybody there. I'm like, we'll get hooked up. So we go there, and we're shooting the shit. Everything's going well. Getting to know each other. And then Jared comes out from behind the bar, and he makes a comment. Because I messaged him. There's a friend that I know. I don't want to give up. We're talking about fucking jizz stories. <laughs> so this friend that I know, and I'm going to be as vague as possible as we to not expose who game. he is. He's, uh, it's probably, but we might know because it's in his pants. So we have a friend that I know who is an older guy, but also is still a virgin. And we found out, I'm, I'm trying to cut this down as short as possible. We found out that he has been going to strip clubs for the last like five, ten years of his life and blowing tons of money. Just so he can get lap dances, and then he jizzes in his pants. Sunday, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you're like typical yeah, Sunday afternoon. But this yeah. is like this is like his Sunday thing. special. Yeah, it's fucking. It's a special. It's the bleach special. The women who is are it, gonna make enough money. Does he over the jizz weekend. while he's getting the lap dance, or waits till afterwards? No, he, like while he's like okay. this is like he's addicted to this because he's a is very wearing basketball dude. shorts or like you know like soft shorts. I think it's a sweatpants. Yeah, well, sweatpants. From what I know, club. yeah, it depends on the depends club. On the club. <laughs> That's a seedy ass place. If you can show up in your uh, basketball shorts, I'm and they'll be you. like, "Fine, come on." No, in. usually you got to get pants that look like they're real pants, but they're not. Like the stretchy jeans. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm not, he, I was like, you wear sweatpants? He was like, yeah. And so I don't know what, how nice the sweatpants are. 
But this guy's thing is scrubs. Scrubs would be a good call. Scrubs, like a black scrubs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Forest mommy. I don't know about black. My friend makes scrubs. She has a scrub store. I'd probably go white scrubs, not black scrubs, because you can do any color. And Carhartt makes scrubs now. I mean, no, because you don't want everyone to see the jizz. You don't want to see the the oyster or the wetness. You see the wetness. You gotta go black. No, yeah, scrubs would suck. They'd have to be black. That was a bad idea. Why did you cheer that on? No, no, no. It's a great idea. I know the dynamics of friction. <laughs> I've well ran the math in my head when you mentioned scrubs. I was like, why haven't I done that? <laughs> I'll get you some good scrubs. All right, I'm in. Right Sorry, on. go ahead. I'll show you some scrubs for your dress. Okay, bag. so this guy's that? out there. So this guy, we, he just Jizz tells us all one day like that he's like, this is That's my thing. Jam. This is my pants. Yeah. So I had texted Jared earlier. I was like, dude, I got a story about this guy. And so he's leaving the bar. And he's walking away with me and going, he turns around and he's like, I got another story. And I kind of like looked at her and I was like, all right, well, you got to get to learn my personality at a certain point. So Uh-oh. I'm just going to tell you both this story. And so I told her that, and Jared the story of this guy jizzing in his pants all the time. For 15 years or something. For so He said he spent like 10 grand at strip clubs <laughs> and he doesn't drink there in like the course <laughs> of his life. So it seemed like she took it like a champ. I'm not sure if that was it or just some other dumbass comment I made, but by the end of this date, she was like ready to run the fuck out the Aww. door. You know, like I could not- just tell she was like fucking like, oh man, I really gotta go. Sure do gotta go right now. You know, it's a good sign that you've bombed a date is when they're insistent on splitting the bill. She didn't insist. She was like, I'll split it with you. And I was like, I got no, if it. They're, if they're gesturing towards splitting the bill, they nice. don't want like the guilt on their hands of that you've paid you for paid things. For and they're like, and never they going to no see you again. Now, yeah. some some women are like, like very like, ah, it's free. That's the way this thing works. Yeah. And like, don't care. But usually if someone's like trying, like sometimes actually women are very cool and they'll be like, hey, let me chip in. And, like you can tell by the tone of voice that that's just a person being cool. Right. Other times, if there's a little bit of angst in hey let me split this or like, hey, let me get that too or like, let no, me I really want to yeah yeah if there's a little bit of insistence you have bombed that date that yeah. lady does not like you right yeah that's good well she was she was like I'll split it and I was like no I got it right and I made like a little joke I was like I make a th- I make thousands of dollars a year it'll be fine and she's like haha <laughs> so and it was fine and then we right. left and she uh, doesn't want to talk to me anymore and she, oh, I was gonna show you like, show me a picture. Right. She, she un, ya. she unmatched with me on Tinder, right. which I don't even know you could do. So she went on story. I don't see. I don't know if that was it. I don't know. That's why I was saying it's fucking driving me nuts. If she's out there listening, you should give Kyle another chance. Give Kyle another <laughs> chance. All we are saying. <laughs> Or not. I don't know. If she's freaked out by a gist story, then she probably fucking sucks. Yeah, anyways. she could hang. Yeah, she can't hang at all. No. She's a fucking dork. Yeah, just. Anyways. That's right. I got other fucking totally hot babes I'm talking to. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <So> sweet. <clears throat> Was that believable? Probably not. So. Yeah, we've all bombed a date. That that was my first real date bomb. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you have something that we don't. It's called a vagina. Yeah, I was about to say. I pick. I yeah, don't date. There you go. You get to, you get to dictate more. Yeah, time. you're the I'm judger, not the judgy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm not pretentious, everybody. <laughs> I only play one on TV. Right. Or on Twitter. Yeah. Anyways, that's pretty much all I got. You guys got any uh, fun anecdotes to I add? think you should show up to our house and just show her your wiener. 
I don't see how that could backfire at all. No, that's that's the closer right there. We well, you know what the fun part is is her. her well, no, I won't even say it. But <laughs> I don't. I don't even know her real name because she had like an acronym, and I never. I was like trying to play it cool, and I would be like, "So what does it stand for?" And I never asked. I don't even know who she is. I think the worst date I ever bombed was I went out with this chick, and at the start, like at the start of the evening, yeah. she was like telling me like she like paints or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, cool. What kind of stuff do you paint?" Like she was being flirty. She's like, "Oh, you'll see later." I was like, oh, shit, I think I just got an invite over. Yeah. And then by the end of the night, it was like, I'm paying for this bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oof. What'd you do? Hey. I know what I did. Looking back, I know exactly what I <laughs> What'd did. What'd you do? No, I know exactly what I did was it was like we were in the car <laughs> for maybe two minutes, and she started telling me about this documentary she was watching. Like It was like one of like these murder whatever, yeah. and I just started making fun of her about it. Like And I, I – I, like, when I played it back in my head, I realized I didn't know her yet, and she right, was like not... when you make a racist joke in front of someone who you don't know enough yet. Exactly. <laughs> and like it would have been cool. Well, it's not a joke. Else. That's just my opinion. So I've learned, you know. You when you keep say that racist in. opinion, yeah. Yeah. you mean when you're just talking about your perspective on life yeah. and when you're just people... stating facts, scientific facts. <laughs> just kidding. No, I can play it back because like even what I said was like accurate and funny because like she like what she had brought to the table was fucking weird. Yeah. Um, but like, but you kind of like at that point you almost got like ball bust a little bit. It was just it was like too soon that I think like I put her on edge for the whole evening like you got to be careful what you say because yeah. i'll kind of some people can't yeah. take any teasing yeah. at all like right. at all and it's for me i don't know if you're the same way but like i you it's very very hard to like offend me like you could basically just sit here and talk shit to me for like an hour and i'd be like oh, right i am short and dumb <laughs> and like it'd be fine and so sometimes i'm just like everyone's this way and so i'm right. like oh that's dumb and then they're like <laughs> shut down you know, but the other thing is like, if you get offended by it, like I don't want to hang out with you anyways. Yeah, so like that, well, that's like, what I'm it, saying. It kind of goes both ways. Where it's like, I don't care. It's like if you think I'm offensive, like I don't, I'm not gonna like gesture. Like that's not what I'm. You know what I mean? So it's like, fuck it. I'll hang out with. There's there's other people I'll get along with. Like I don't need a. If like, she can't yeah. handle your friend, yeah, uh, come covered the inside of his pants story, yeah. then then that's she's it. not. She can't. She's not she's, it. She's she'll not never the get one. Bleach. That's right. for sure. She can't hear a story about his bleach, then she can't get my bleach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. I think that's enough bleach talk. I think I've decided this episode is going to be called Bleach Talk with Robbie <laughs> Bernstein. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm I am a connoisseur of cum, and I, you know, I'm <laughs> is known. Is that a cummasseur? Yeah, I, and I'm known for a, like a lot of things. <laughs> and I don't feel like people have respected my true talent, which is my expertise in cum. Mm. Uh, and so I'm, I'm just thankful I was able to do your show tonight and let you know some of the world know, some of the world know. how knowledgeable I am when it comes to. I can, I can when tell it comes you. To. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you your diet just by a whiff. I don't even need to ta- taste it. Ooh, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, we got some work to do after the show then. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you guys so much. Thank for coming you. On. Where, uh, where can the people follow you? It's at Forest Mommy. Uh, Not at, anymore. Well, on they Twitter, took away that account. At Twitter, it's at The Desert Daddy. And then on YouTube, I have Forest Mommy. I don't, if you look up Forest Mommy, you'll find it on YouTube. Okay. But Twitter is now Desert Daddy. The Desert Daddy. Where's the that name? Where did that one come from? Because I had made an alt a long time ago, and I was like, Forest Mommy. Right. Desert Daddy. Like... It's like similar, but not. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. And then you had that I could surgery. So. Yes, all those surgeries. Yeah, I've so gone back and forth a couple times. Wow, <laughs> you're bold. Bold moves. <laughs> like, no, Doc, I'd like to make a return. <laughs> I send this that happens. Back. God, that would suck. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and Robbie the Fire. Robbie the Fire. Check me out. Robbie the Fire. Run Your Mouth Podcast. Part of the problem. And um, Cum Connoisseur. I was going to say it's all yeah. about cum yeah. every Follow episode. Follow me at Cum Connoisseur. <laughs> yeah. If you ever uh, want to mail your cum in the mail to someone <laughs> no. and just make sure that like it's uh, up, up to speed and that uh, I can actually detect coronavirus in your cum. Really? Just by yeah. taste? And I'm quicker than a PCR test and more accurate. And more accurate. Yeah. You got to wait three days on a PCR test, one whiff of your cum. I can let you know. Oh, dude. Sick. That's <laughs> fucking that's a hell of talent. True talent. Yeah, it's too bad that like this whole pandemic ends and it's just gonna be all over for you. I know. One I, skill. Uh, I work so hard to be able to recognize coronavirus. Now you're gonna you're gonna have to learn how to figure out AIDS and HIV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the flu virus, I guess. Well, luckily no, for just you guys, AIDS. I have just all AIDS. those just things. AIDS. So. <laughs> Yeah, man. If you if you gotta sniff cum to figure out if it has AIDS or not, you're fucking. You're, that's a dangerous line you're playing with there. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Our next show is gonna be April eighth and 9th with Eddie Ift, and we still got open mic every Tuesday and the adult spelling bee every Wednesday. So I hope to see you there. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Rain or shine, it's here to make you laugh. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast.